they turned me up to. Okay, cool. All right. What do you guys want to talk about today? What are we doing? Well, hi. Are, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, no. Are we going to give a breakdown first? Oh, where did you go? That was weird. Who, me? I mean, I can fly by the seat of my butthole. Let me clench my cheeks. Let's do this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. Yeah. I like this one a lot. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay, good. Hey. Hi. Fuck yeah. Welcome to Ghost and Hoes. The Patreon edition. The Patreon edition. And today... We have a very special guest. Very, very special guest. Look how picturesque she is. <laughs> she's right? beautiful. She's got she's... a fucking ring light on. She's got a dope background. Uh, right. What? Right. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> she's like, this is just my natural state. I just look like this all the time. So today we have one of our closest, dearest friends whom we love so very much. Yes. The one and only Miss Sarah Martucci. Yay! What up, y'all? What up? Hey! Sarah is a psychic medium. Mm-hmm. She is. Uh, she does Reiki. Yes. She is a crystal healer. Yes. She does all kinds of amazing shit. She can read tarot. Mm-hmm. She does all kinds of wonderful things. So say hey to everybody. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Can I also interject that I also am a Sasquatch enthusiast? Yeah, And absolutely. my question is, who is haunting who? <laughs> <laughs> this is a very <laughs> valid question. Valid, madam. Is it, is it a, a mutual haunting? Are we haunting each other, maybe? I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you get some of those stories where you hear about, like, in a haunted space where somebody back in 1642 wrote in their diary that they saw a person from the future and it freaked them out? Yeah. And then in 1998, they're like, holy shit, that person from 1762 popped up. Who's haunting who? It's fair. So I feel like it's that kind of thing with Sasquatch. Maybe he's the missing link. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) And he's coming through to say a little hello. I'm into so. it. I'm into it. Little interdimensional hellos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm also worried about the people that call on Sasquatch when they do like the mating call. Oh. Like, guys, what's going to happen if he actually shows? That Somebody should... made a promise. That should be. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should be somebody's number one concern before okay. trying that. Like, okay. <laughs> somebody what's... made a promise. What's going to happen if he does show up? Like, oh, in hand. He's like. <laughs> Um, you, you rang. You 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 I'm here. Hit, called me. Uh, I was promised a hole, yeah. and I'm gonna take it. <laughs> like you offered, so oh here God. I am. I'm ready. Let's, Let's do, do this. this. Yes, it's all like Donkey Kong. It's all like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Rock my crotch like Squatch. <laughs> oh no. Oh my. <laughs> Oh my! Oh no! Oh my! So just so you know, this is this is only a little snippet, a little look oh. behind the curtain oh. as to what it's like with the three of us all the time. I, I like. This I is like, accurate. I like squatch my crotch. Squatch, squatch my crotch. Oh, that's a good one too. I like squatch my crotch. That's a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a fun one, guys. Wait. Yes. Z, open your mind. Open your shit. Okay. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, oh, yeah. So 
last night for my birthday. Uh-huh. We went to a new bar in town. It's like Hell haunted yeah. house themed bar. It was really fun. And for dinner, I had a grilled cheese sandwich that was on black blighted bread. And Danielle looks at it as soon as they set it down. She's like, your shit's going to be green tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm fully yeah. expecting it. I'm prepared and I can't. I can't wait. I'm stoked. Uh, yeah, it was. It was horrifying. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also hilarious yeah. at the same time. I was like, yep. My toilet is green. That's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just thought I need oh to share that with you. So, Did you guys hear the news about... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I oh, no, no, no. About you no, 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 no. Go. Go, Mama. What were you going to say? The news about what? Before we forget. Did you guys hear about that on like 2020 or some shit? I don't know. I'm making up the TV show. But did you hear that like they're talking about like UFOs are motherfucking real? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're fucking real. Yeah. They're real. Why yeah. are more people not flipping the fuck out? It's a real I feel not- like after 2020, they're just like, yeah, sure. We had we had and, murder uh, hornets bring aliens in, like, I guess. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, okay. You guys hear about the cocaine bores too? Yeah, man. Yeah. 2020 has been wild. Fucking wilding out 2020. <laughs> just wilding out. Yeah, all right, fair. I just okay. Yeah, that was my two cents about the UFOs. What the fuck? They're here. Yeah. And now I'm nervous. I well, don't want them to stay in from my butt. Just leave right, my please butt. Don't. Alone. Fair. That's my my one number one request. No, please yep. don't touch my butt. No, Aliens. This is just the one thing. I don't. Thanks. I don't trust it. No, <laughs> it makes me a little nervous. It should. Yeah. I mean, we all cool. we all knew though, right? And we, it was just knew. like yes. it's been confirmed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they've been just... here. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So haven't you guys met a person where you're like they're a fucking alien? Yeah. Uh, that? Hard yes. <laughs> yeah. Travis Walton. Yeah. For sure. One hundred. Like, like i i've said it many times i sat next to him in gettysburg at a restaurant and i was like who please aliens don't take me to i'm just by proxy i'm sitting here i'm not you want him you took him once if you gotta take anybody take him again see how it's gone i don't i please not me please don't put me in your goopy pod yeah i don't want it i don't want it i don't want it and travis walton's just sitting here going i motherfucking told y'all yeah I motherfucking done said it. I can just see him like, nah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. His victory <laughs> shimmy. I really want to see that in person, though. I don't think he shimmies. Right. I don't either, but I'd like to see it anyway. I bet you would. <laughs> well, it's going to be a surprise day because here he is. Travis <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Walton, I knew it. So, Sarah. Yes. When was it that you realized? That you were a little different. You had. Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Day one. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody here is like me. Um, Probably for me, uh, when I realized something was up, I was like five, Mm -hmm. and I had uh, a a spirit, an earthbound spirit, show up at the foot of my bed, and it was this dude that had like like a beanie, like a loose beanie on. I don't, and this is weird. I'm going to describe it the best I can, but it was like all disheveled and fucked up on him. He had a shirt on that kind of looked kind of like a pirate shirt. It was like a linen shirt again, fucked up and all mangled. And he had these like capri pants, (laughs) (laughs) pantaloons on and 
just fucked up looking. Every time he went to go talk to me, there was water pouring out of his fucking mouth. Oh, oh, and so, Lord. as a five-year-old, I am shitting my fucking pants. Like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Right. And so I screamed. I got my parents in the room. My parents were like, you had a terrible dream. I'm five, okay, but I'm not stupid. I know the <laughs> difference between having a dream and something showing up in my fucking room. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was really hard. And it's funny enough later on, like that story. And obviously it was like a trauma, but mm-hmm. traumatized me. <laughs> it stuck with me forever. And in high school, we ended up doing uh history research on like the area that I lived in. And I lived off a, it's not a Creek. They call it a Creek. It's fucking lies. It's a river. <laughs> and there was a battle at the end of the river there at the mouth of the river. Um, and a boat sank and a, I think a couple people died oh. and it was like back in 1812. So it's like, Sounds about holy, right. holy shit, holy fucking shit. So yeah, but everybody around me is like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I tried. I went to a Catholic school. These yeah. kids did not want to hear what I had to say. And yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty wild. So, but I couldn't help myself. You know what I mean? You can't help when something inside of you just needs to be let go or just talked about or expressed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a person that knows how to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> pushing the issue you know like you know eventually after a while you learn to just be quiet because people don't want to hear about it but it's funny even when I tried to repress it even when I tried to be quiet about it it just kept showing up or people kept coming to me for those themes or Mm -hmm. talking to me about their people that just died like strangers stopping me in Walmart and talking about their husband that just died so it's just like you know, after a while, you know, spirits like, guess what, ho? You don't have a choice. Let's go. Guess what, bitch? So, yeah. Right? Yeah, I was I was really young. I was around five years old where I was like, okay, nobody else is seeing this. Nobody else is having these experiences. And I, I there was also this understanding that I needed to be careful about what I was saying to people because of the way that they reacted or this feeling that, like, I was always worried I was going to get put away, you know? Yeah. So... I had to, I had to be careful with that too, especially it was like, um, I think it was like a third grade. And I was telling some of the kids in my class that like, uh, there was a ghost in my house, which there was multiple, um, we could get into a whole discussion around my house growing up. There's that. Let's but, do um, that yeah, too. I, I had to stand up in front of the class and tell everybody that it was a lie, that I wasn't seeing anything because I was scaring the kids. And I guess the, you know, adults had complained to the teacher and to my mom. And so I had to stand up in front of everybody and I had to make a choice. Like, do I keep pushing this issue and they're probably going to fucking put me away somewhere? Or do I just lie and say that I didn't see it and then I'm making it up? It was, it was not great choices had to be made. I hate that. No, that's, I mean, getting in trouble at Catholic school for that, that's got to be rough. You actually had to stand in front of the class and lie about lying. Absolutely. I had to stand up there and just be like, I, I lied about all of it. Sorry guys. I'm just a fucking liar. It was the most humiliating, defeating, awful feeling I've ever felt in my life. And I won't ever feel that way ever again, ever. I won't ever lie about what's happening to me. I will always be honest and truthful. And anybody listening to this that feels like they're going through the same thing, be, speak your fucking truth. Because I promise you, whenever you fucking do, your people show the fuck up for you. And they can't see you if you're quiet and you're not talking out loud speak the fuck up and don't stop god damn it i love you <laughs> i love that too <laughs> well i mean if there's anything i could take from it right absolutely so. absolutely and you know i think that there are so many 
people, not only that grow up in Catholic households, but any uh, even non-religious households that, you know, are told that they're crazy or or they're dreaming or mm-hmm. they're making it up or they're mistaken. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, feel like it's a lot of fear, especially when it's adults telling oh. children. They're like, yep. okay, that I don't I don't like it. It scares me. So I'm just going to shut it down now. Right. Even though I know really nothing about yeah. it. But and because I know quite a few people who have said that they're interested in the paranormal, but they're scared to fully believe in it because the idea terrifies them. Mm-hmm. They're like, it I, should. Yeah. They're like, I'm completely, lie. <laughs> I'm completely aware that aliens probably exist and that ghosts are a thing. But I have to yep. shut it down because if I think about it too much, I get too scared. And I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, that's fair. But you are admitting that all of this is real. They're like, yes, but also yep. when anybody else asks me, aside from you, I'm just going to say no. It's the yes, but. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I, but. I want to say, too, with that, too, a lot of parents that are doing this, they might not even mean any harm. Like, mm-hmm. uh, right. I mean, you know, my history with my parents isn't great, but I know it's they were just trying to soothe me and I get it. But at a certain point when these stories keep coming in yeah. and they're not stopping at a certain point, you are asking them to be quiet because it is scaring you yeah. and you don't know what to do with it. So I feel like with the paranormal and everything that we understand, which is incredibly limited, mm-hmm. what we understand with that, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of fear. Everything feels demonic if you right. don't know what it is exactly. so this fear is pervasive throughout all that we do and religion is a major part of it so i'm gonna sit on yeah. my soapbox for that one yeah. but you know it's the truth and i'm not gonna let fear guide me around what i'm doing with my work and also too i'm not gonna let someone else's fear around the work that i do set the tone for the fucking work that I do. I know that if I have these gifts and abilities, I also have the ability to protect myself. Yeah. So yeah. I got this. I'm good. Yeah. You know, and like as a parent, when Bella started talking about this weird dream she had, and then Ooh, it was a reoccurring dream, you know, and as, I mean, being who I am, by the second time she told me the exact same story of the exact same dream, I was like, hold up, wait a minute, you know, but not every parent is going to think Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, I mean, if that is, if your kids come to you, (laughs) listen to them. And they keep saying the same thing. Maybe there's something to pay attention here to, or to listen to what the kid is saying. At the very least, it's symbolic. And they're trying to say something that's important, that is a repeating message, or at the very, you know, full expression of it, this kid's having real experiences. We need to sit down and suss this out and give the kids some kind of backup so that this fear doesn't get involved with all the work that they do too. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's Um, what I'm doing with Leo, you know? That's what I'm doing with my baby. Like, I'm making sure if he sees something, he's already having experiences, guys, and he's two. So it's like, you know, helping him to understand what's a transient spirit or what's family coming in. Mm-hmm. Give them the tools to know what that is. Yeah. I, I just think that's the right answer. Absolutely. So <laughs> do tell us about the house you grew up in. Yes, oh, yeah. That house. My goodness. Um, it was uh, for, fucking haunted. Tell <laughs> no, people where you painted. grew up. She was yes, painted. Okay. So it was 
change it. There's a difference. <laughs> Taking your words, D, I'm taking it. Like, cause that's what the fuck it was. It's in Southern Maryland, Calvert County area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like the Southern most kind of tip of Maryland. Um, and this is like, Oh my God. I mean, this was like the first colonies in America. Right. Absolutely. Maryland was one of the first ones. So it's like, this has got history, the civil war fucking, we're close to Gettysburg. We're close to Antietam. We're close to everything. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, where I was, was like around the Solomon's Island area. And that's tobacco farms on the water. Boy. So we're talking slavery. We're talking fucked up shit going on in the area that I grew up. So yeah. it's got a fuck ton of history. And on top of that, even putting aside all the indigenous and, and the tribal areas that were there too. So it's like, it's a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of not good stuff. So there's that. And, you know, dealing I guess just being a kid in that space and being open, consider yourself like in a dark room being like a fucking lighthouse, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so everything is going to be like, oh, fuck, I can talk to her or I can communicate. But yeah, <clears throat> my house was fucked up. And now I have a lot of questions around it still. I'm still kind of trying to understand some of the things that happened there because I've encountered some wild fucking shit. There was like one night where I was sitting in my bed and I would get this feeling before something funky would be in the house where like my stomach would start to turn and I would get really nervous and scared and my body would just all the alarm bells were going off. Mm-hmm. And I was in a really dark room in, in my room at night and I called for my mom because I was scared and I felt something. And so I it looked like my mom in the doorway had showed up. It was the outline of my mother, her nope. hair, her body, everything. Mm-hmm. And I, but I couldn't see it clearly. So it was like mom. And so this thing came towards me, but it didn't walk. And so my child mind is like, oh, she just missed, uh, be excited to come and give me a hug. Uh, That was not the deal. As it came closer, I kind of leaned out of my bed towards it and it like crouched down to me. And I went to go hug it thinking it's my mother. And as I went to hug it, I went straight through it. I hit the floor and I remember looking at the carpet and just fuck. Just my whole body went cold and I said, fuck. And I pushed myself <laughs> up off the floor and I just screamed from the depths of my soul. And this thing stood up, question mark, and flew out of the room. It looked like my mother. That made, what? Wow. That made my head itch, my eyes water, my goosebumps all yep. over, and my nip noops are trying to run away again. <laughs> yeah. Just no, glass. It was terrifying. Now, my best guess, probably a shadow person. Here's my question around it, though. Like, this thing didn't try to do me any hurt or harm. And at least what we understand for the most part around shadow people so far is like, they're not here to do good stuff. It's not good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it didn't hurt or harm me, but... It, uh, there was a feeling like it was watching me. Mm-hmm. Well, and it mimicked. It, yes. it mimicked your mother because like, it knew mm-hmm. that that's what you were calling for. That that's too intelligent, yep. and I hate it. Right? It, yep. I, don't, <laughs> yep. I don't like, I like that. Okay. Yeah. And how do I explain that to my parents who think that I'm just having dreams? Right. So I'm like losing my shit and I'm like, I thought it was you. It was not you. It never talked. I went straight through it. My mom's like, you need to calm down, psycho. Go back to sleep. No more cheese before bed for you. I'm never (laughs) sleeping again is the thing, mom. (laughs) Never again. No more cheese before bed. No more cheese for you. I'm like, oh, fuck you. That's where we draw the line, bitch. Absolutely not. (laughs) 
We don't know that cheese caused it. Cheese might make okay. it go away. So let's calm down, mom. Reel yes. that in immediately. I gotta have my night cheese. My <laughs> night cheese. Yeah. A little night cheese. Yeah, Thirty Rock again. I will always find a way to reference Thirty Rock in anything oh. ever. <laughs> Working on my night cheese. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, there was another time where I was like, I, do you guys ever have this feeling where it's like, you got to get up and you got to go pee, yes. but you don't want to go in the hallway? Uh-huh. Yeah. Constantly. Okay. Yeah. Like like pee in the hallway? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pee, dance, yodel, feral yodel to Jesus, whatever you got to do. Feral yodel to Jesus. <laughs> and episode name. It, there's a few in here already. Oh, but that one... She's up there. here and take the wheel. Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, I just had that feeling, but I had to go pee so bad. So it's like, just go. You're being crazy. I'm like talking to myself. Oh, yeah. The way the people were around me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, you got this. Just go pee. You're fine. You're making it up. I get into the hallway and there is this rocking chair that came from my mom's side of the family. It was an heirloom piece that was passed on a couple generations. And I get out there and there is not a person in it. And it's fucking going. That bitch was going. Mm. And there wasn't a soul in it that I could see. And I just, it it becomes this weird moment where like, you're here and you're seeing it, but like, you got to disassociate so you can handle (laughs) what's going on. It's like, I'll deal deal with this after I pee, (laughs) potentially (laughs) tomorrow. Um... (laughs) Just just, my pee, it came back, just laid my head on the pillow and was like, fuck. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what do you do? And it's like, it's the energy in my house would like turn on a dime. One minute would be fine and okay. And then the next minute it was not. We had water issues in that house. It sounded like the faucets would go on and off during the day. It sounded like people would walk around upstairs wow. when nobody was talking there. We saw actual figures in our home one time. All Okay, so we tried to get in through the garage uh, of our house, which led into the main part of the house. We got through the garage, but the door to the house was locked, and we never lock it. And we tried everything we could to unlock it, get the door open, everything, and it wouldn't budge. And so we walked around to the front of the house. My brother's looking in, and he saw, like, three or four people walking around in the house. Oh, absolutely oh, not. Lord. There was not a car there. There, there was nothing. It showed no sign of entry, no nothing. So we had to sneak into the house, like, through the back and through, like, our parents, you know balcony area we got in there wasn't anyone in there my brother had to take that door off the hinges oh no whoa but he Just, saw it too he saw the people yep, yep. at that point yep. did your parents think maybe that there was something in the house or going on or did they still not i think pretty much everybody in my house had an experience and i think my dad did but he never talked about it and he always called us crazy he just said we were acting crazy we we're being nuts and so, and I think for my other, I have two sisters and two brothers. I think they just were like, nope, <laughs> no. Shut it down. They're like, I know what I saw, but also I'm just going to pretend I didn't see it. Yep. Yeah. And, and my brother, John, actually had a lot of experiences in the house, too. And I love my brother, John. He, after, you know, as I was getting older and I was having such difficulty uh, with sleeping and the experiences I was having, he would come in and spend the night in my room on the floor. Hmm. Like, love him so much, right? So it's like that kindness coming from him. But yeah, Johnny definitely had experiences, too. Everybody in my family did. And they just they just weren't as vocal about it as me. It just didn't. Yeah, I think for them, they just wanted a normal life and they just wanted to pretend like it wasn't happening. And I couldn't 
do that. I couldn't. No. Well, and it doesn't sound like spirit was going to let you do that. There's that too. Yep. So, so I, I, yeah, was that Teresa Caputo said she had that dream one time uh, before she like fully came into her mediumship where all these dead people were outside of her help, uh, our house, like uh, singing her name. Oh, I'm oh. like, well, they weren't singing my name around my house, but <laughs> right. they were coming in for a little one-on-one and I just, it was too much. And, and I definitely think we have the spectrum coming in there because when we had beautiful stuff too, I encountered everything on the spectrum. So anybody telling you, you know, when you die, you go straight to heaven. I have not found that to be the truth. There's other feelings out there. So there's that. Yeah. There's that. Can we come together as a society and ban rocking chairs? <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's just something that we should have learned with 30 years of horror movies. Yeah, I don't right? I don't disagree. And that shockingly, you will not find a rocking chair in my house. Shocking. For that reason Same. alone. Because as much as I love all of my haunted objects, I've, yeah. I just can't, but I don't fuck with rocking walk, chairs. You can't, you can't look at that. You can't wake up nope. and see a rocking chair rocking with nobody in it. Fuck that. I Absolutely yeah. fuck that. Exactly. So creepy. Because Thank I know you. for a fact I would never stop screaming. Yeah. That entire never situation ever. can go fuck itself right, right? now. Right? Right now. Right. Agree. Yep. Yes. Like, just a hard pass on rocking chairs. On rocking I'm chairs. like, uh, Plus, like well, I'm not built for rocking chairs. I can't. <laughs> That's not for me. Me too, babe. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm packing too much heat to have a. Oh shit! Oh, I bless it. Too with this and like what happened with the house and everything. I think that obviously I had other family members that had gifts and abilities, and I find that the more people that have heightened gifts and abilities that get together, weird shit goes down. Yes, yes. And, and it also, at least for me, was tied into my feelings and my emotions as well. So there is a question in my mind: Was a lot of this, you know, spirit activity? Or was I also creating poltergeist activity? Because now that we understand, or we have some limited understanding that poltergeist activity comes from a living agent, I had doors slamming in my house, the rocking chair going, shit importing in my fucking house. Could and so that could both. be from spirit, but there's also this question, PK. did I create some of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's entirely Cross possible. And that I, is in- both. entirely possible. Yep both yeah that's exciting to me that's exciting to me i'm like okay i'm no longer scared by it i'm like okay this excites me the questions and like getting to understand myself better and helping other people to understand what's going on with your gifts and gifts and abilities how do we work with this how do we do good with this Mm -hmm. how do we do good Mm -hmm. and so you know either by helping others to step into theirs without that fear or just trying to understand what spirit is trying to say to us Either with those in the light or those, you know, here on the earth plane. What are they trying to say? What is the, what the fuck is going on here? I find it so interesting. I love it. It's, yeah. it's not boring. Nope. And that's the number one important Never. thing to me. So nope. absolutely not boring at all. <laughs> no. Nothing that we all do is what I would ever consider boring. I don't know how anyone could or would, but I'm nope. sure somebody would, but yeah. they're dumb. So they're um, stupid. They're dumb. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. So I know you had told us a story at one point, yeah. and I think our listeners would love to hear it too, about the scariest place you have been to there on the East Coast. Oh boy. <laughs> this place makes my butthole pucker just to <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And when we come to visit you, 
whoop, we're going to go. Yes. I need to. This is a fear thing for me that I need to face. Take so I just, my air, my arm here is on end thinking about it. Um, but yeah, this was, so this was before I understood I was a medium and there was a really haunted location. Uh, like the, it's point lookout. Um, and they used this space to look out for warships coming in, uh, through all, I mean, through the beginnings of America and everything, they always used this space as a lookout. Um, but this was also a Confederate camp at one point too, where they took Confederate soldiers that had uh, prisoners of war and they mm-hmm. put them in this space. And I think at one point, I probably am wrong on the numbers here, but it was like 30,000 people. That's a So lot. that went through there and or died. So this place has so much history, uh, a lot of pain because they were just left out in the elements. So these people just died from malnutrition, not getting fed from the elements itself, like through, you know, death and disease coming through there. It was just, it was horrific. Um, But yeah, my friends were like, let's go, let's check it out. We heard it's haunted. And I was like, okay, I'll try guys about three miles out before we started getting in. I am weeping. I am weeping going into this place because my whole body's like alarm, alarm. (laughs) Nothing is good here. (laughs) And I didn't have the tools at the time to know like, okay, it's all right. This just means a lot of people died here. For me, I know when I'm on like a battlefield or like a lot of people died in a space, my jaw starts to get a weird tingling sensation Mm -hmm. and the back of my head opens up. Or it feels like it's like an opening up at the back of my head. Anyways, so I'm getting here. I'm having this physical experience and I'm bawling my eyes out. And I'm like, guys, we got to go. Guys, we got to go. It doesn't feel good. And my friends are making fun of me. They're like, you're being a punk ass bitch. Like, why are you crying? Like, the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm fucking scared shitless. We got to go. So they're laughing at me. My one friend goes to get out of the car to go pee. All of a sudden, she throws open the door. She screams, go, go, go. Her pants are around her fucking ankles. And she's in the fucking car. She closes the door. We take off. She's like, I'm sitting there going pee. And it sounded like 100 people came running up to me. Oh. Uh. Yeah, Yeah, bitch. (laughs) Because there was 100 people coming up to talk. Yes. They saw that I had the ability to talk. They wanted to come up and speak and either talk about their story or tell me what the fuck was going on or who knows what else. And think about this too. If you're in that dark room and you're the lighthouse and you got all these people coming up to you, you don't know who's good. You don't know who's bad. You don't know what their intentions are. You don't know the, I didn't know the full history at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know what I'm going into with this. Right. So it was just, it was, it was too much for me at that point. And so I was like, yeah, fuck that noise. I'm not going back. Just the feeling I had, it was so overwhelming. All the death, all the sadness, all the pain, all the torment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, when you have heightened abilities, you feel it all. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this overwhelming sense. And it just knowing the history of it now is just too much. Right. So yeah, that's my place. I got to go back there. I got to check it out. Maybe for those listening, they're like, Sarah, you are a punk ass bitch. That didn't sound bad at all. <laughs> well, then I invite you to come with us on this fucking <laughs> Absolutely. <Okay. laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like the idea of being bum rushed by a yeah. hundred ghosts. Speak for yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Randall, join us. Yeah. We're going to go out to fucking Baltimore. Yeah. You, you come. We'll go. Yeah. A hundred. That's a lot. That's, I, I got it's a bum- lot of dudes. Hence why I'm into it. Oh, that's yeah. fair. I got, bum, I got bum, I got bum rushed by one mm-hmm. in uh, yeah. Tombstone. That bitch came at me hard, but um, that sounded weird. Anyway, but, <laughs> <laughs> but a hundred, I mean, that's that's a lot. Well, that's, that's what she was saying. It just felt like a hundred people bum rushing her. And now, they, one and of they them, were. 
Yeah, <laughs> but you know, were. they were. <laughs> and one of the things there that people talk about that live in that area, we found out later is that they hear marching oh. going up and down the street at no. certain parts of the day and during certain parts of the year. No. So, I mean, Interesting. yeah, it was a huge military spot. Oh, and on top of this, like the flooding that happens there flooded the graveyard oh, so bad. No. Yep. The bodies were coming up. Tombstones were coming up. Like it was just, so we've got unrest. We've got, you know, historical fucked up shit. We've got a military base. We just all these things. That again would be one of those things where if I witnessed it, just a graveyard washing up near in my street Mm -hmm. again, I would never stop screaming. Just never, (laughs) ever, 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 ever. Well, and I find it so interesting that, um, well, and obviously just history 101, guys, you know, the East Coast, been here a lot longer in terms of us as a nation, but there's yep. just so much more history there. And there is way more haunted locations on the East Coast than there are on the West Coast, mm-hmm. just hands down. I feel like yeah. any house with a widow walk is haunted as fuck. <laughs> that right. tracks. Fair. Fair. <laughs> that tracks. Um, but it's just those battlefields are so intense. I mean, Gettysburg, yep. too. Anytime we've ever pulled into Gettysburg, it you always feel it when you do. Mm-hmm. As soon as, because the entire town is a battlefield. It's not like you have to go to one place. No, it it's just everywhere. Is. They just built stuff on top of and, the battlefield. Um, <laughs> Every time we've ever pulled in, it's it's like there's a different feeling, mm-hmm. and it's not yep. always the same. The last time, the yep. first time we went, it was more of like, oh, okay, this is this is going to be fun. And then this, the last time we went was when shit got real weird, and when we pulled into Gettysburg, I was like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah, no, we it, it's yep. just, it's, no. I'm like, there's... Well, consider this, too. There's all this death and destruction and pain and, and fighting and death, and yeah. how does that also affect... The, the nature energy there, mm-hmm. that can't be positive or good or influential in a positive way. So we also don't know fully everything that we're dealing with. A lot of people in Gettysburg talk about seeing like weird fucking creatures. Yeah. So is this something that's drawn to the space because of what happened there? Did it somehow change the energy that already existed in this space? Was this something that we fucked up and made worse? Well, has it always been there? What is the fucking answers? Right. So I just, it's interesting. Yeah. And, and get it, dude, some parts of Gettysburg, all I can taste is blood in my mouth. Yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, I mean, that land is blood soaked, but it that's is. battlefields are though. That's, yep. and it, it, it makes me think, okay, because then my head immediately goes in terms of blood magic. Um, mm-hmm. When you, when blood enters the equation, whatever you're doing cannot be changed. It cannot be altered. It is permanent. There's no reversing. There's no nothing. Blood yep. makes things forever. It is permanent. Mm-hmm. It is unchangeable. Can't take so it back. when... I think in terms of a battlefield and you have blood soaked land, if in my mind, the blood is just making all of that death and destruction permanent on that yep. land. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's yep. sealing it and mm-hmm. it's just yeah. giving that layer of that psychic imprint. Yeah. And I'm just imagining um, like 
all of the people that were on that battlefield who had been wounded, praying yeah. to be saved or sa- whatever. Calling out for their mothers. Exactly. Some yeah. kind of something like yeah. that and just whatever's around because something always is. Yeah. Hearing it is. and answering probably not how the person intended or expected it to be. Yeah. So, yeah. yikes. Yeah. Yeah, but I think also, too, to, you know, with the whole creatures thing is, um, you know, people tend to, obviously, you know, you're dying, you're in pain, and and they're crying out, and they're calling for something. Things will answer. Yeah. Things will answer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and uh, my, my story calling for my mama, but it wasn't my mama who uh-huh. showed up. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And you yep. add blood to the equation and you might mm-hmm. get some weird shit. Yep. You might get Just some saying. weird shit. I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you guys, I love Gettysburg. It's one of my favorite places to go. Mm-hmm. It's like, I genuinely Same. love being there. Same. I'm going to tell you though, the, the place I don't like is Antietam. I'm never been. I don't know, and I'm not sure why, and that's why it makes me nervous. I just feel like there is a really dark energy force that is there, and I don't want to encounter it. It doesn't feel good to me. Anytime I go there, like I start to get the shakes again, Ooh. and I'm just my body is telling me like something really not good is here. That so, Antietam is the one where no. another one I'm afraid to go into it. To be honest, right? Yeah. Well, and we're gonna have to though. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to, but it's, it's that same thing. So those types of things feed off of death, destruction, and then that just kind of becomes their domain. So, I mean, maybe something there did answer the calls or literally just feed off of the pain and destruction. And that's just where it chills now. That's its home now. Like, no, thanks. Right. I'm just going to move on from here. (laughs) Interesting. Gracias. Interesting. That's what I love about this work, though, is it raises more questions. We never really truly find answers, per se. We just get more questions, which I find really satisfying and awesome because it just keeps you on this chase around understanding what this means. And Mm -hmm. I think that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. So now, Reiki, how did you get into that? I, wow, yeah, how did I get into Reiki? And the crystal crystal healing goes hand in hand with that, right? Uh, Oh, absolutely. That's what I do with the Reiki is, you know, I lay you down on the table and I put crystals on your chakras and I work my fucking magic. Actually, it has nothing to do with me. I'm just kind of, I become like a channel for the energy of healing. So I just, that's all I am. Nothing, just a middle person. So, Uh, but yeah, it's, I love it. I love that work. It's, um, I think I just was always drawn to it. I had a Reiki session and it was so beautiful and healing for me that I was like, fuck yeah. If I have the chance to be able to turn around and offer this to other people, let's see if I can do it. So, oh, you can, you can, I've had, I've had work done by her and it's, (laughs) it's pretty, it was fucking life changing. I mean, it's. It was intense. It was yeah. intense. I have never had anyone hold their hands over me, not touch me, but with my eyes are closed. Like, I don't know where her hands are, but I could feel. It's it's crazy. It was crazy. Thanks, it was awesome. You're that. welcome, honey. You're welcome. I, I love doing that work. It's, it's really satisfying. And again, it's just another modality where I, I obviously like to take 
maybe previous pain that I've been through and find a way for it to have some meaning Mm -hmm. and to help other people. So if I've learned something, either this knowledge or this ability that I have, let's see how I can help so that you don't have to go through the same bullshit or help you find a pathway through. So I think anything that kind of offers that, that turnaround, that alchemy, Mm -hmm. I'm fucking here for that. Absolutely. Maybe I consider myself an alchemist. Oh, oh, oh! Look at that. Okay. Well, I don't need more titles. I'm already the Duchess of Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, you know, Queen of Sasquatch Town. Like, yeah, we'll just back off on that. But yes, I, 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 feel I love like the, one I love more word is is going to be okay. It's we need fine. to make business cards with all your titles. <laughs> It'll be front and back, so I hope you pull it right. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very, very bottom is just your website. Yeah, right. <laughs> In the teeniest Welcome. Part. Are you ready? <laughs> or even a teeny tiny QR code in the corner. Just be like, oh, I like that. I like that. Just, I, I, right. I think my favorite way to use the crystals and stones, though, is doing people uh, doing like jewelry for them or uh, talismans or tools of intentions. Mm. So I really love doing commission pieces for people and helping them to get something that either like the stone helps them to remember the thing. But I believe that the stone actually imparts energy. And so if I can take that energy in or it helps me to project that energy out or at the very least stands as a symbol to remind me then I love I love working with stones in that way, too. But I've always loved stones since I was a little kid. I used to pick up rocks out of the driveway and hand them to people. I don't think anybody kept them. <laughs> but the deal is, <laughs> from oh, day one, why? Right? That's what I'm saying. Right? Rude. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I love all this work. It's it's good, and I think it all ties together, right? It does. So, it really yeah. does. Absolutely does. Yep. Um. So since you've been back in Maryland, because. She used to be here with us, and now she's not. Um, so she's alive. Not well, my I know. <laughs> yes, but still um, too far. Have you been to any haunted location since you've been back there? No, and it makes me deeply sad in my soul. I think with COVID, a lot of people are still nervous to kind of do that kind of thing right mm-hmm. now. So hopefully. That's going to change up soon. Um, and I'm definitely put the bolo out to spirit. I'm like, listen here, fuckers. <laughs> right. I'm ready. You know, bitch is back. I'm ready. I can handle you. Can I also say, like, the earthbound spirits on the East Coast are just don't have fucking time. They're rude. They don't listen very well. That feels um, very on brand. On brand for yeah. the East Coast in general. Yeah. yeah. Very on seems brand. Right. Yes, it is. Seems about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. Yeah, West Coast it. is way more like nature based and more respectful, and I could set boundaries pretty easy. But out here, like you need to have your boundary game fucking strong if you're going to fuck with the earth bounds around here. Oh yeah, so that would be my only caveat to people: just make sure your boundary work is up, or wear a good chunk of like black tourmaline. You know, black tourmaline just carry for the it, win. carry yeah. it in your bra yeah. if you wear one. Yep. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, booby stones. I was going to say booby stones. (laughs) Booby stones. Take a page out of Sarah's book. Titty rocks. Titty rocks. Titty rocks. (laughs) But yeah, no, I haven't been to one yet. I'm hoping that changes soon. I actually have a friend that works in Gettysburg, so I'm hoping to pick his brain and be like, all right, bro, where are we going? I need need to get back into that work. It makes me really happy. I love that work. So yeah, here's to hoping something comes up here soon. Yeah, well, and we need to get our asses on an airplane and... And go, yeah. Hit the gets and the 
Let's fucking look do out it. And we got to go to Antietam. Yeah. We got to give it a whirl. We got to at least give We're it a gonna try. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Here's maybe we can sneak into Antietam at night. We'll do a little B&E. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, do they have do they have the watchtowers like they do in Gettysburg, though? Uh, I think in Antietam, I think yes. But there, uh, those guys aren't always up in the watchtowers. So okay. Okay. Yeah. you just have to know their, their timing. Yeah, because uh, our our first trip to Gettysburg, we made I, Tanya, I, we yeah. made the decision that we were going to hit that battlefield at night. I was not part of that decision. She bought us ninja suits and <laughs> everything. Like, this bad idea. Yes. We got little black ninja, ninja suits. suits. And then when we, yeah, yes. we were going to get on the battlefield at night, do a little investigating. And then when we got there, uh, thank God we had brought that up to someone. I can't remember who it was. Was it Brian? Frank? Someone. It One m- of it might have been Justin Spurrier. Could have been. Could have been. He was like, they will shoot you. Actually, that's a federal offense. (laughs) And there are watchtowers all over that battlefield. And there are men with night vision goggles that monitor the battlefield at night. There's that. There's that. So, yeah, just don't get shot by the militia. (laughs) Right. He's like, He's like, at best, you'll receive a federal offense. At worst, at worst, you'll get shot. And I was like, I don't, I don't want any part of that. Which, which is actually worse, though. I don't want. I don't want either of them. Either one. Maybe death, because I don't want to be stuck there too. Right. Fair. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. And I I can see it now. These, (laughs) they're like, well, these two dumb bitches did forward rolls in ninja suits onto the battlefield at night. Yeah, they're like, excuse me, uh, ma'am, and also ma'am. Um, uh, do you realize what is going to happen? We have to arrest you because you can't be here. And just these two, like, we just had an entire jar of moonshine cherries. Um, we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't know. They're like, uh, that is no excuse, ladies. It's, that's about how that would have gone go down, Let's go to the jail now. <laughs> gonna We're leave. going to jail now. <laughs> yeah. Just call me in the middle of the night. We're in jail. Yeah, I expected that. I'm already here. Yep. <laughs> I'm outside. I've been I've been sitting in the parking lot of the jail since you guys disappeared into the night. With the bail money. So right? right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. What in the actual fuck are you doing? Shh, you don't Why see are us? you wearing ninja suits? We're ninjas. Yeah, you can't see on, us. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> well... Surprise! We're living our best life, okay? <laughs> Excuse, right? we're just some ghosts, bro. <laughs> doing a little cartwheel across the yeah. battlefield. Oh, night. next time we'll just oh, I know, just dress up as Civil War soldiers, walk onto the battlefield at night, and just really fucking freak them out. <laughs> No. Modern day problems, right? They'd be like, "Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, I'm a ghost. You can't see me." Excuse or, me, ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am, you can't see me. Ma'am. Or just going, oh shit, you can see me? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can see me? I've got a message for you. <laughs> oh God, hashtag plans. Most of this forest are hungry. <laughs> Bring us snacks. Yeah, I think we just made a plan. That's what I think that was. That yeah, was a plan. I'll I'll be in the car. <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I'll I will be. join you. Yeah. That sounds fun. I'll be I'll be right? in the car. Holy shit! You can see us. 
<laughs> Though I do enjoy that being uh, a statement made to yeah. any kind of law enforcement situation ever. You can see me? <laughs> and then just making everybody real confused and feeling real weird. Be like, I don't, what is Perfect. Huh. Wait, can I? Do, I think so. Yes. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Bless it. Oh, shit. So let's talk about your newest venture, makeup and mediumship. Yes. So, like the title, I'm just right? doing it. <laughs> And I'm talking about mediumship. But, <laughs> yeah, it's my space to kind of just, uh, everybody always comments on my makeup when I do the free weekly reading or I do the Messages of Hope, which is my Facebook Live thing where I just uh, pull tarot cards or pull through your loved ones, help people reconnect. And everybody's always talking about my makeup. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's do makeup and mediumship. And I'll show you how to do my eyeshadow. And I get to talk with no one telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> about anything and everything I want to yes. within my mediumship. And it's just my point of view. It's my opinion. But I think it's, you know, my whole point is like, let us all live our goddamn lives. The way that your mediumship or psychic stuff is coming out of you um, is the way that it's supposed to be. So whether it's a robot voice or you're, you know, channeling a banana from mm -hmm. 1342, I don't fucking know. I'm not here to judge. All I know is that I'm here for the message and we all just need to express ourselves in the way that it needs to be. And these are the things I've learned along the way, or here's my two cents on something. So People seem to be responding to it pretty well, and yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm really psyched about it. Y'all, I went from the be even the beginning of this conversation telling you when I was a kid, people did not want to hear what the fuck I had to say, to being in a spot now where people want to hear me. They want to hear my two cents. They want my knowledge and my wisdom, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. um, they want what I have, and I just it's this beautiful space now where I get to express myself and be free. Um, around my mediumship and it feels amazing it feels Yay. amazing so even if it Good. only one person liked it nobody else did i'm gonna keep going <laughs> you should because it it's, it's amazing yeah. and i love it yeah, yeah. um and yeah also yeah. your eye makeup is always super amazing always thank you you're welcome thank you always thank you. so you so, should watch yeah. the videos for that alone thank you. Uh, also yeah it was like a weird labor of love like a year ago we were talking about it and so i decided just i was like all right fuck it right before my birthday let's do the first episode let's see how it goes and yeah i'm happy to be here and doing it so thank you guys thank you for asking i love it so much also uh speaking to the mediumship abilities yeah um have you ever had anything like super weird come through like we asked mckenna um, if she had ever come across like an alien or like the weirdest thing that you have encountered during a reading, maybe. Yeah, because we had asked McKenna, who does past life regressions, um, like her weirdest one. And, and uh, she encountered someone once that had never been here on Earth. They on were Earth. not oh. from here. This was their oh, first. Oh, that had to freak Earth her life. out. Yeah. yeah, she was doing a you know past life regression for somebody who was curious yep. and it was like uh, oh yeah well, they weren't on this planet at another point in their past previous lives okay ever okay. oh ever yeah this was their wow this was their first time here uh, that's fucking crazy that had right? to be fucking foolish shit be like <laughs> 
fuck you. What's it like out there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but that person, but still, I mean, had experience elsewhere. It was, it I, was, yeah, crazy. I think maybe, and maybe this is vanilla compared to that, but I think one of the weirdest readings I ever did for somebody is I'm pulling through this person and I'm, I'm on point. The person's like, yep, 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 yep. And then I'm like, okay, so this person makes sense. She's like, yeah, it's my mom, but she's still alive. Oh, I was like, um, what? And so all of a sudden this thought came into my head. I was like, does she have Alzheimer's or dementia? And yeah, she had Alzheimer's. And so I understood from that point that people with Alzheimer's and dementia have like one foot in spirit and one foot in the physical. And so it was this weird fucking thing where at this point, the mother couldn't communicate with her daughter Mm -hmm. anymore. I'm getting wow. the goosebumps you guys. Yeah. Like she couldn't talk with her mom anymore. And and so her mother's coming through in spirit, but her physical body was still here. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But it all made sense. So wow. I, that was one of the weirdest readings I ever had. It was really eye-opening and it challenged the way that I viewed spirit again. And and again, the way that we, you know, what the death process is, what that yeah. actually means and what our spirit is capable of doing. So that... I that was yeah. That's fucking interesting. Super. This is fucking weird. So at first I'm thinking, oh my God, did I just pick up psychically her mom? But it's like, I'm bringing through stuff that her, you know, mom did it. The whole nine yards. It's like, this was a normal mediumship reading for me. But yeah, her mom's still here. She just couldn't communicate anymore. It's like, well, here we fucking go. Your mom's ready to talk now. And I think it also gave the daughter the chance to understand what this means and how close we were getting towards that point where her mom was about to cross over Mm -hmm. and gave her some closure around the things she couldn't talk about. And also, too, gave her a heads up around uh, how she was going to handle that next space. So, yeah, it was fucking wild, right? That is. everything, man. It's cool. That is wild. That it's is almost like she, it's like she was just a shell, kind of. Yeah. But I mean, could yeah. you imagine how horrible? Uh, it's just it's, uh, that's awful. But yep. I had never I even thought, thought about, about that right? before. That yep. is interesting. Very. That makes me very curious to like. I don't know about like going into a nursing home or something, and just trying to read, and like. I I think that that would be, I actually think that would be really healing (laughs) because guys, we have all this help to be born, but we do not have enough help to die. Mm -hmm. And so I think places like nursing homes and transitory places like that are really important for people to go in and help in any way, shape or form. And so, you know, these readings become a healing space where they offer some kind some type of closure, or maybe they're helping somebody in the death process to know that there's other loved ones waiting for you. Yeah. This is not the end. This is literally just the beginning of the next and mm-hmm. hold on tight. You're going to be reunited. Yeah. More beautiful things are coming your way. So yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's gorgeous. See, I think I that's like a it. actually a really good idea. I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. Can I say though, can yes. I say for anybody listening, for some reason, I want to say this, but like the number one thing I get through with readings that bothers me the most, or the thing I want to preach about the most is like, <clears throat> especially with eclipse season coming up and everything and there's doors closing and new ones opening. Um, do not go into the next with regrets. That is some of the most difficult readings that I have to do for spirit coming through where they regretted not doing something or regretted not showing up or regretted what went down. Do not go into the next with regrets. Do the thing now. Take care of yourself now. Love yourself now. Stop putting things off and do them now. Because guys, we don't know. We don't know when our time is going to be up. Show up for yourself and your life 
now. Fair? Very. Fair. Very. Fuck yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. No regrets. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no no and honestly, I mean, COVID itself, uh, I've been feeling that same way. I'm like, fuck it. You know, it's not that I haven't lived my life. I, I live my life. I do things I want to do. I don't, we all know I don't hold back a lot, but no. <laughs> yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah. But COVID and the inability to travel because I mean there was a time there was like oh my god will I ever be able to go to the places I want to go to mm-hmm. will the borders ever be open in Europe like there was a lot of what ifs and so now it's like nope 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 I'm doing it all I'm doing it and all. I want the experience now right I don't give so much uh more of a shit around like the material bs so I want a nice home and all the trappings of course but like sure. I want experiences mm-hmm. now I want yep. to experience life yep so yeah yep. if I could pass anything on yeah no yeah. concerns absolutely mm-hmm. no I and it's just there was a whole lot of well I wish I had gone here I wish I yep. had done that I you know there was a lot of but now that things are calming down i'm like oh they're happening mm-hmm. they're yep. happening yep yeah they're happening well done yes ma'am by hook or by crook <laughs> they're happening so yeah yes. they're happening let's do it uh, yeah another question before i forget mm-hmm. because i will uh <laughs> when did you kind of realize what exactly mediumship was and like how did you work on honing those skills if at Inter- all. that's a great question thank you see um I, probably the mediumship uh when i realized what it was or at least for me um was after i had my neck surgery so that was like back in 2011 they had to take out three of my discs in my neck and replace them with titanium plates and screws mm-hmm. and it turns out you can't do anything when your neck is fucked so i was in a hard neck cast for six months i couldn't do basic shit for myself and i had to sit down and face myself around what was going on and that was the first time i said to myself i think i'm a medium i think i'm a medium and at that point all i had ever seen was like tv shows like uh john edwards was on tv right right. Uh, everybody's seen him i read sylvia brown books and so i i always kind of steered away from that because again it always seemed really terrifying to me but i I sat down and I was like, okay, I think I'm a fucking medium. And then I began this journey first with going to therapy to deal with my trauma from my past um, and to deal with the pain I was currently in and how I was in that position. Um, And a lot of people don't talk about that enough where it's like therapy is such a beautiful piece of this puzzle. So don't be afraid of therapy, especially if you've got a trauma background. um, But yeah, the mediumship for me just started to kind of take form and Again, I think through educating myself, learning other people's experiences, listening to others' stories was uh, massively beneficial. And it helped me to understand some of the things that were going on with me. But I I would say probably even now at this point, Mama, I'm still figuring out what my mediumship is. I wish I could say definitively what it is, Um, but I, I can't. I still sometimes question myself, you know, like, is this spirit coming through or am I... Uh, just making stuff channeling up. something from somewhere else you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah there's absolutely so many questions around it so i actually think it's an evolving answer um and at least at this point for me mediumship is you know talking with those that are either on the earth plane or in you know spirit sorry there's a lawnmower going in the background <laughs> <laughs> no. oh we can't hear it. you're good um, no. okay good um 
you know, I, I think for me, it's just like this evolving story. I'm, I'm still going through and understanding and sussing out, but at least in the beginning, it was learning other people's stories, understanding what was happening for them so that I could compare some of my experiences to what they had gone through mm-hmm. too. Did that answer it at all? Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing too about, you know, we do second guess ourselves a lot in I feel the like things I, that we do because it's, yeah. it's not, there, it's not, it's not tangible. a tangible thing that I can prove to someone anything. Yeah. I'll, I always feel like I'm gaslighting myself. I'm like, no, that's not a thing. It's, you're just making that up. Right. But I've had, yeah. and I can't control when mine happens. Mm-hmm. It just yep. happens. At yep. very, very random and weird times. And I'm like, well, I, hey, n- please let me know when that is going to happen. Because I, the most, <laughs> it's just nuts. The one that uh, was really kind of upsetting and stressful was when um, a, like an acquaintance in the paranormal just was missing. And yeah. I heard about it and instantly had this weird visceral flash mm-hmm. slash vision. I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. Yeah. This and not- you texted me and I, and, and I was like, oh, I'm sure she'll turn up. And Z was like, no, no, she won't. Not alive. Yeah. And, and it, you were right. I was right. It was, and I didn't want to be right. Um, no, of course not. It was it's just the creepiest. I was literally in my bathroom brushing my teeth and all of a sudden all I could see and feel was water everywhere around me and like uh like seaweed maybe or leaves oh, or something I remember this we talked yes. about it yes. Oh, yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that I was, was like that was fucked yeah. yeah I was like I don't love that I'm like I don't mm-hmm. like what's happening this is I don't love it I don't love it and then I was like maybe two or three weeks later they're like Hey, buddies, guess what? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Yeah. They found her uh, car in a lake. Yep. A river. Something like that. Lake. Lake. Pond. Pond. By your house. Yeah. Yeah. No, that shit was so fucked. And girl, that's how it happens for a lot of us. Like, we're just doing, I was just fucking sleeping as a kid. I wasn't doing anything. I was just living (laughs) my best life fucking sleeping what i love to do and here comes this fucker in my room with no fucking shoes on by the way how rude get the fuck out of here ghost <laughs> everybody knows you need to wear fucking shoes right but with the, the water up. right with that water is. pouring out of his mouth that's okay whew, like that's intense. It, it comes in like yeah, it's intense and it comes at these random moments and it, it just seems to almost like overtake your body and mm-hmm. your senses. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's, it ha- at least that's how it happens for me too, where I can't control what's happening here, or at least felt like that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Know that if you're having these experiences, you can learn to control it, but it just takes a lot of practice and it yeah. takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just, you know, like any skill you have to, or muscle, I should say, you have to. Mm-hmm you know, practice, you have to develop it. You have to build it. It's, it's yep. a strength, a skill, you know, you have to work it. Absolutely. Yeah. You I'm working work it. on it. I was practicing actually with our lovely wood witch recently. Oh yeah. Oh, it was on my birthday. Ah, yeah. We were trying to do readings for each other and nice. spirit was like, no, no. <laughs> No. We're good. He was like, and I knew this was going to happen because the last two I did were really, really good. And I was like, 
it's it's been too good. I can't have three for three. <laughs> I can't have three. <laughs> I was like, and of course it was with me. Course. I was like, yeah, but this is my first one. And yeah, no, I'm, I see an old man behind you, but he's not saying anything. He's just chilling and watching and like nodding. And as I do, because I can't help it sometimes, I just started drawing what nope. I was seeing. And so I showed him, I'm like, this is who I see. He's like, do you get a name? I'm like, not really. I feel like maybe some kind of J name, but it's not coming through. And he's mm-hmm. like, hang on. And so he grabs a picture and he's like, this is my great grandpa. And I'm like, hey, that's that guy. That's that guy. <laughs> and he's like, right? the he went by Rudy, but the J name was like kind of a family name that didn't really like, it's not something that got passed down a whole bunch, but it was in the family repeatedly. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, hey, let's see that guy. I'm like, yeah, he doesn't really have anything to say. He's just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah. Can I say there too? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 honey, go, go, go. I was just going to say that uh, the drawing, I mean, that in and of itself is a mediumship skill. True. Yep. I always forget that. Yeah. And I mean, you just started doing it that one day when the three of us were Mm -hmm. on an investigation was like, oh, oh, girl, what, what, what? I don't know. And you've done it ever since. It's true. So it's real weird. Yeah. I think it's fucking beautiful. Again, the way that it's coming out of you is perfect. It's perfect, see? And I think, too, that also lends itself to his personality. And so uh, maybe the next time something like that happens, be like, was this a man of very little words? He only spoke whenever something was really important. And did he just love to watch everybody and observe everyone? So just even if they're not talking, they're still telling you something. So... Yeah, I just okay. want to say you were on point and well done, and I'm Thank really you. fucking proud of you. Well Thank done. Thank you. Yeah, because yes. I mean, I got to figure out. There's always people mm-hmm. coming in my house. I'm like, yep. I just need to be able to figure out how to actually mm-hmm. like communicate with you. Because y'all gotta get the fuck out of my house. You still tell <laughs> okay. me the fuck out I of your do. House. <laughs> I do. But I want to know why some of them are there. Is the thing. I'm like, let's have a conversation and then get the fuck out of my house. Like, why do you keep coming here? Right. What, what do you need is the thing. Yeah. Because they keep coming back. Yeah. And I just haven't quite figured out how exactly to hear them yet. Like, for you, I think it'd be really interesting to get, like, a notebook out. And if you want to sit down with one of them, set your boundaries first around who the fuck is welcome here. Love or above, bitches. <laughs> Nothing below. So if you want to talk to me, this is the deal. And then... Just, I think for you, since you draw, I think you also have the ability to do like automatic writing and ask them questions and then just write it the fuck out and see what comes up. I think that would be interesting. I agree. Yeah. No. And that does make sense because if you're already doing the automatic drawing, why would you not do automatic writing? Why would that not, you know, it it seems it should go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. just might be your skill, you know? Truthfully. I've just never, I haven't done the writing yet. Always just the drawing. Sadly, it's not, it's not great, but it does get the point across. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yep. It does. I like, I am not an artist. So when this happened, I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you can actually draw enough to the point where people oh, yeah. are like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely right. what I've seen. Like when right. we were at that house uh, and the, he was talking about that weird thing. Oh, above his bed and I'm like like this and he's like yeah that's exactly what it is yeah you so. drew that creepy dude I saw with the top hat and the fucking yes I did 
Woof, woof. Yeah, you got it on point too. It was fucked. Like I was telling her the story about this fucked up thing that came up and she was like, is it this? And I was like, well, you know, my butthole just fucking lost it. So, yep. That's the answer is it. yes. <laughs> I can yeah, still see that one. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, I can still see that one. I did not like him. Yep. Nope, oh. I did not like him either. Uh, the long story short, something came up into my room and it woke me the fuck up. And it was on the way out the window uh, when it turned around and looked at me and it smiled fucking creepily. Nope. And it was, it was like, I'll be fucking back. And it was like, well, what the fuck were you doing while you were here? Like, I woke up with enough time to see this thing. I, my body literally froze. I was in so much fear. This thing was absolutely terrifying looking. Yeah. It had like these big eyes and like no eyeballs and a big creepy fucking smile. There was like light coming out of its eyes, but like no eyes. Don't yeah. like that. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. boy. It, it was just, it was too much. And it just, it looked at me like, I'm going to fuck your shit up and I'll be back. And I was like, oh, the fuck you will. And <laughs> that's when I learned how to make Florida water. So there's that. Ooh, <laughs> so. I was going to say, has it been back? That no, it hasn't. Well, that's good. No, because immediately I took action. It was like, fuck this noise. Fuck this thing. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I can still, I've, I've had entities tell me that they're going to kill me or worse. And I do mean worse. I don't They like said it. some horrific, disgusting things to me. And I was like, not today, Satan. And every time that's happened, I'm like, okay, up your protection. How can you, how can you protect yourself? What does that look like? And what do you need to do now? So education, education, guys, that's another thing. Fucking educate yourself. If you don't know, ask somebody who does. Yeah. And please don't use TikTok as a way to educate yourself. Well, unless you're going to someone like, like Josh, like Josh, Oregon yep. Witch, go like a trusted source. Don't just get your information from some TikTok rando because y you very well could end up hurting yourself or someone else on accident. I go to TikTok for gray sweatpants. That is fair. That's 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 about all that's good on TikTok I go for right now. People trying to chug sparkling soda and not burp. That was amazing. That's one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my life. But yeah, yeah. don't go to witch talk. Don't do because it unless you're going to ag against it. Yeah, I would say there's one out of ten people. One out of every ten is legit. legit. Yeah. The rest are trying to hex the fucking moon. And okay. I can't. Don't do that. I and can't. if you're new to this, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. So, yeah, go with a trusted. Go to somebody that you know and you love and that you trust. Ask them for a good recommendation or start doing your research and really know who the fuck you're going to. Exactly. Yeah, because guess what you can't do? Hex the moon. Guess who you can't hex? <laughs> The Fae. Don't oh, fuck. Don't do that. Not unless you want to get dragged. Right? Yeah, do you want to get yeah. dragged off into some fairy world hell? Because you might. Okay. Or the hill people. Like, nobody needs any of that. Okay? No. Like, you just... No, thanks. Witchcraft and all of the paranormal, it's not just an aesthetic. It's not like pretty no. flowers and Thank purple you. crystals. It's dangerous yep. if you don't know what it's you're dangerous. doing. Yeah. Don't invite yep. things that you don't understand. And that's not gatekeeping. That's no, just that's just common sense common and sense. safety. And that's paranormal witchcraft slash 101. Yeah, it just, just, it's, I, can I say what these people saying stuff about gatekeeping? There's gatekeeping for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Right. So gatekeeping is happening for a reason, number one. But but also, too, yeah, that's just good advice, guys. Don't be fucking stupid. If you don't know what you're dealing with, don't be fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. If you, you don't know what you're dealing with, don't deal with it. Right. Yeah. Right. 
It's a bad idea. Well, and I think that social media and television has really, in the last 10-ish years, you've got all the paranormal shows. And so you've got everybody wants to be a paranormal investigator. Fine. I get it. It's interesting. It's fascinating. But then you have these jagoffs that go down and they burn locations down or they just completely... Somebody gets hurt yeah. going into an abandoned, condemned building that's condemned for a reason. Yeah. A lot of times you do need to realize that you don't have to go into these decrepit buildings to you know? investigate. Mm-hmm. You can walk yeah. around. Right. And mm-hmm. if, yeah. if, if shit's there, it's going to be everywhere. Yeah. Like yep. if you're intending to speak with something it will usually pick that up and it will come to you if it wants to. Well, and it's the same thing with witchcraft. It's, you know, one in five is a practicing witch now and that's fine. That's great. Um, That's not something that people used to actually admit to. Um, It was something that you, no, 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 I'm not. How rude. Um, But, it's not that there's not room, but there is gatekeeping for a reason because you've got someone that's like, I'm a witch. I'm going to make a jar and I'm going to put bleach and ammonia and I'm going to hex. No, you're going to blow your fucking face off. That's what right. you're going to do. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to, I want, I want this person that I've met one time or never to be in love with me. So I need a really potent love spell. I'm going to use period blood in my pubes. Yeah. I'm like, yep. uh, number one, gross. I mean, number two, don't eat the spaghetti. <laughs> don't do it. Thanks. Don't do it. But it's like these you, are just science and facts, y'all. Right? Science it's like I want, science. I want my boyfriend to be obsessed with me. You don't. Yeah. You don't, though. You truly don't. Remember that Has scene no in the original the craft? craft? Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, you don't want that. because that is what you will get. Yeah. The only way to stop that kind of obsession is through death, either yours or theirs. Yeah. That's especially when magic is involved. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and um, our friend Josh Organwood Witch has a podcast called Invoking Witchcraft, which is great. Um, But it's like he was saying, too, he said, you know, um, witchcraft is dangerous. And now you've got all of these people once upon a time. You know, I've had people email me, I think I'm hexed, I think I'm cursed. Okay, well, chances are you're not. But we can't really say that anymore. Because once upon a time, it was kind of rare for someone to actually have the means, the wherewithal, and the power to truly curse or hex someone. But now that you can find a real fucking curse on the interwebs or on, on fucking et- right yeah. yeah yeah or you can find people to do them for you and if they're that lucky that are probably and, yep. uh scams just going to throw but that if you're out lucky there. enough to throw it right okay then you can't it 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 will happen and um so you've got a lot of people out here fucking with a lot of things they don't understand that's on the paranormal level that's on the witchcraft level i mean all of it it's a weird fucking time man truly 
it's, it's a, a weird very time. weird time. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I think it's important the way that we're presenting the work that we do too. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit about some of the bigger names that are out there, but holy fuck ghost adventures. Mm-hmm. Like everybody wants to be Zach and everybody wants to fight a fucking ghost in the street. <laughs> and like, we don't need to do it. They're chasing down the D word. Like, uh, right. Okay. The chances of you actually running into one of those is like fist bumping a shark while you get hit by lightning. Like calm down. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, like a lot of people need to remember that a lot of that stuff is for ratings. Uh, The D word specifically. Also, we've said it so many times. How do you mean that word? Is it the Judeo-Christian sense of the word or the other one? Yeah. Because demons, it could yep. be so many different things. It's just a catch-all blanket word. It really, yep. truly is. It's yep, just, it is. there are there demons? Of course. Sure. But they're yep. not all evil or terrible. People mm-hmm. seem to forget that. Um, yep. It's a spectrum. Exactly. Right. You know, it's like when people think of the Judeo-Christian angel. An angel. Mm-hmm. They think of these bright white figures with giant wings. Okay, well, guess what? Not always. Not always. Remember there's one <laughs> angel in the Bible that was just a whole bunch of eyeballs? So, I mean, you know. There's that. And they're also known for sleeping with human women. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Does that sound like super good to you guys? They're just popping in your room like, what up, girl, quickie? I mean, look, I'm not against it. Into <laughs> whatever the fuck you're into. But, I mean, whoa, what? And so maybe uh, the root at all of this is fucking education. Educate yourself yes. before you go to do something. Actually find the information or find the person. Find what you need before you go and be a dum-dum. Yeah. Yes. More and that than. is that is across the board of everything we're talking about today and more yourself and more but before you go and be a dum-dum yeah you know don't invite (laughs) don't invite entities into your home because you want to have an experience that's called a contract friend yeah okay that's called a contract Mm -hmm. and uh unless you you don't know know what you're doing what you're doing and you don't realize you are making a fucking contract with an entity <laughs> that know? might not even be what you called on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. People don't because understand even, about contracts. Because even the most yep. experienced practitioners of witchcraft in the paranormal, yeah. you can't control what comes to you. Nope. Even nope. the most well-versed, mm-hmm. experienced people, nobody can. That's not up to us. Right. We can hope for the best, but... uh Yeah. But I can't guarantee anything. I do that with any of my readings. I can't guarantee that your loved one's going to come through today, but I'm going to open up and let's see who shows up. Mm -hmm. Like I can't, I can't make spirit do something. And I, yeah, yeah, y'all we, there's no way also no, know how to open up and close down afterwards. Cause you're just leaving a fucking hot mic on. Right. So yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's all we want is for you to be educated and safe. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> During the Gemini season, educate yourself. Okay? Ooh, especially. <laughs> oh, boy. It, I know. Oh, boy. Gemini she, season. She here. Oh, yeah. Oh. She here. Everybody hold on to your nips. Here we go. <laughs> Bless <laughs> it. Yeah. Bless it. So, well, yeah, and two, it's, I, I, dreams. Let's talk oh, about mm-hmm. dreams for a minute. Uh, Sarah's my dream weaver. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Any anytime there's a there's a weird dream that happens, the yeah. first person we will ask is Sarah. Fucking break it down. Be like, hey, what the hell? Yeah, and I actually uh, texted her the other morning. I was like, uh, okay, look here, Dreamweaver. Um, this is what fucking happened. So I'm just going to preface this by saying I haven't since, for about a year now, I don't dream regularly anymore. Which I don't know why. I don't remember my dreams. I'm sure I'm dreaming. Every, yeah. no- every now and then I will remember a dream, but when I do, it's... Def- there's something more to it. Mm-hmm. It's a message. Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, like when, um, of course, I was awake for that one. But when I was like, Marie Laveau wants me to make an oil. She told me what to put in it. Sold. Uh, but I was in a, I was half asleep, half awake when that one happened. But um, so I messaged Sarah the other morning, texted her. And I was like, okay, so here we go. Um <laughs> I was at a class that Sarah was teaching. Okay. And room full of people. We're all sitting, you know, Indian style on the floor listening. And she told us to all turn around, have our backs to her, and raise whichever hand we feel is our hand of power. Okay. And I immediately went to raise my right hand. But then I stopped because my left hand started to get hot and tingle and it went up. And Sarah's voice, because I can't see her because my back's to her. She goes, yeah, it is, D. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But then I, my body lifted. I'm still sitting on the floor, lifted up off of ice, fucking levitating in Ooh. my dream. And I'm slowly turning back towards Sarah. And I woke the fuck up. I was like, what the fuck, like, what the fuck was, was that? that? Uh, that's so bonkers. Mm. Uh, yeah. I've been having weird nightmares, but mm. also they're the kind of nightmare where you're like, I'm asleep, but also I'm not. not. Don't mm. love them. And it was the same thing. But one time I was alone and the other time I was with UD in my hallway. Uh, the first time I was by myself and I walked out of my bathroom and I have a baby gate up against one of the entryways to the kitchen. Because uh, when it rains, my dogs like to go outside and they mm-hmm. get muddy and then I have to clean the floor 75 times a day and I hate it. Sure. So I put that baby gate up. <laughs> but in my dream, the baby gate was diagonally across the hall standing like freestanding on the carpet and I I was like okay well it wasn't like that when I went into the bathroom and then something picked me up and slammed me against the wall and then I was like oh okay hate that right hate that and then I had that same dream again but you were in the house this time and we came out of the pod fist and the gate was standing like that and we're both like oh fuck something's about to happen and then I woke up before it did crazy yeah okay you want my two cents on that one always (laughs) your boundaries are down and you don't feel safe and so there's something here around either feeling extra vulnerable right now and usually when i'm vulnerable in the past my previous history has shown me that i get hurt 
or this can even talk about in your physical home right now, my borders, my boundary, my safety space is down or it has been broken. Hmm. And I'm worried about the energy that's coming in my home. I don't feel like all of it is good or I don't feel safe inside of my 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 space, my sacred space. Very Do you feel fair. like neither one of those is fair? Yeah, I would say yes, considering all of these Spirits have been coming into mm-hmm. your home lately and you don't know how to communicate with and them. And then this was another dream I had. We were, all of us, were on a road trip somewhere. Where? I don't know, but I know you were both there. Uh, <laughs> and so I went into this gas station and for some reason I was in this office. It was very, I don't know. It, I could see outside. I could see into the part where, like, you know, you buy sodas and whatever. Um, and then... The door, both doors were closed, so I couldn't get into the main part, and I couldn't get back out to go to the car. And there was a Black Panther with me in this tiny room, and I was like, "Well, that's not great." Like the animal or the yeah. activist? Oh, I wish it were the activist, but no, it was okay. it was the animal. And then it very important question, like, <laughs> and it was not Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately. It was the actual cat, and then it bit my leg. And it, I, it didn't hurt, and I wasn't, like, freaking out, but it was just, like, we were locking eyes and staring at each other, and it just had its teeth on my leg, and I'm like, um, why? What? And I could see people, and I'm like, well, this is fucked. So I looked it up the next day, and it said, uh, to see a black cat in your dream indicates that you are experiencing some fear in using your psychic abilities and believing in your intuition. Well, uh, in particular, if the black cat is biting, clawing, or attacking you, then the dream means that you must acknowledge what your intuition is trying to tell you. And I was like, yep. I feel very attacked right now, literally well, and figuratively. There is a whole trifecta right there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, and also, too, you were at a gas station where you refuel up. Where I'm refueling myself and like uh, filling myself with uh, you know, what the fuck I need to go on the fucking journey. And here I am ignoring my panther pet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I got to face my shit. Fill and then, up and trust um, yourself. Another Fill one's... yourself. Right. On your trust in your intuition. That is a very good point. And then another one said to see that the animal bites you, but you do not feel any pain or fear. You sign some important contract in your life. Huh. Right. I was like, huh. Yeah, and there was another sante. thing that had to do with health and made my eyes water a little bit. Oh. oh. Yeah. It wasn't bad, though. I don't, I didn't, I don't think I have it saved on my phone, but it wasn't a bad thing. I was just like, because I recently went to the doctor. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So yeah, I think if anytime you remember your dreams, it is a message, y'all, or it can be a visitation from a loved one. But yeah, it's almost always a message. I think for most of us, we don't remember our dreams. I like to think of it like I'm out there partying. I'm out there helping people or hooking up with my friends and seeing yeah. what's going on, you know? So we're just active in the in the sleep time. Right. We run classes. And, and going on road trips. And going on road trips. I'm here for okay. it. Where we were, I don't know. But the gas station looked like something out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. So I guess it That's would make sense. That's what I sense. in my head, yes. That's exactly right. So Fair. it would make sense that they would have a panther at the gas station, yep. I guess. 
It was weird. Why not? It was really Why weird. not? Dreams I think are. there would also be something here around like timing as well too. So pay mm. attention to the timing of when your intuition comes up um, and have patience with the process too. Because if you think about these bigger cats and the way that they hunt, the way that they do things, they wait until the appropriate and right time. And then they do their fucking business. Mm. So maybe this is also about your gifts and abilities. I don't have to be on all the time or feel like I have to do that kind of work. It's just when it's necessary or when I'm being called upon, I stand up and I use it. Hmm. That sounds right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah. So um, we could actually sit here and talk for four hours. We but, could. You know. We won't. <laughs> today. Not today. I know. Which is we miss you so much. Um, so for anyone that is looking for a reading, a session, with you or if they want to watch your um your makeup and mediumship where can people find you i'm mostly on facebook which is kind of a bummer right <laughs> um but i'm mostly on facebook just because it's the easiest platform and i have most people following me there but if you look up my name sarah martucci and the number 11 that'll bring up uh my page there um also i'm on youtube just look up my name again it's sarah martucci um and it's psychic medium certified crystal healer you'll be able to find me on youtube and all the videos i've done so far i'm also on instagram uh at the official sarah martucci um i'm not so great on instagram but we're working on that we're getting back into the groove and i'm considering tiktok at some point so yes hopefully that one's just the official sarah martucci again too so we'll get there but yeah, those are the places you can find me or just my webpage, sarahmartucci.com. And, um, and everything should be there at your disposal. Enjoy. That's, You're that's, welcome. That, you are so welcome. And that's where people, if they want to book a reading with you or a session with you, they yes. can on the website. Yep. Or get a piece of jewelry, like whatever you guys are looking for. Or just send me a fucking email and be like, Sarah, I don't even know what the fuck I want. Send help. I'll call on Guy Fieri. We'll come down here and we'll help you get to Flavortown. <laughs> Guy Fieri, help me. Guy Fieri, help me. I love that, dude. Same. <laughs> Hard same. same. Flavortown. That's my favorite town. It is. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you, guys, for the joy of being able to sit with you guys today and um, just yes. being in your presence again. I love you, and I miss you guys so oh, much. I love and we miss love you, too. and we miss you so much, and we are going to get our asses out to visit, and Marilyn better hold on to its balls. Yep. Yes, it better because we're about to gird your loins, Marilyn. Here we come. Gird your loins, people. Here we come. Oh boy, straight up. All right. Well, we done done it. We so done, done it. Till next time, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Hexes and hoes, y'all. Bye. Bye. We love you, Sarah. We love you. I love you guys too. Thank you guys so much for this today. This was so awesome. Thank oh. you guys. Thank you for being here. Yes. Oh, we love I you. love you. All right. If you guys need anything else, right. you know how to find me. Sure shit do. Always. Yes. Sure bye, Randall. <laughs> bye, honey. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.